Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. This is a podcast where we play, review, and talk shit about video games loosely defined by the term co-op. Who defines if a game is cooperative? We do. I'm joined as always by my co-host and co-op partner, Philip. How is your day going, man? Pretty good. But once again, Nave, you don't introduce yourself in that intro. Yeah, but you said my name naturally because I said your name. Who are you? There's like a... <laughs> I ask myself that every day, man. <laughs> I look at my hands when I wake up. Oh my god. Yeah, but I've been, I'm good. I feel like life's been real busy lately. And it doesn't look like it's going to be slowing down anytime soon. What about you? Yeah, man, we're on the fast track somewhere. I don't got the map, so everything's shrouded in the fog of war. Which, have was that the last thing we needed to clear up all the fog in the Elden Ring? Mm, that place that I found? Yeah. I think the map, yeah, I think my map is complete. But not yeah. the underground. There's like, it mm. looks like there's a lot of like, missing connective pieces. All right. Well, anyways, we're a gaming podcast. Uh, so, Nave, what have you been playing? Elden Ring, uh, exclusively. That's it. We can talk about Elden Ring for a little while, unless you got something else to talk about. Uh, no, we can talk about Elden Ring, because that's pretty much mostly what I've been playing. Me and Jana both started, uh, or she started to play through. And I've just been playing with her on my main, so I can finally catch up to you in levels, which I don't think I'm there yet. I'm like 110 right now. <laughs> I'm like at level 150 something. That's crazy. Okay, so I've been looking online about like, hey, what level you should you end the game at? People are ending the game on average at about 150, which I think is Oh, really? Crazy. So I'm like, yeah. well, that makes sense, I guess, because whenever you co-op in Elden Ring, it makes the boss have more health. Now, one thing I've been doing is if we hit a brick wall on a boss, which is at the, towards the end of the game, we're starting to do quite often, I kind of just do it by myself. And then usually in one to three tries, I end up just beating the boss like hand over fist. I'm just like, oh, that was significantly easier just by myself with my own mimic boy. Because you could summon, there's there are ashes that you can summon. And yeah. one of them is a mimic that's literally just a, cl- a clone of yourself, except with way more health. And he just beats ass just like I do. I'm running around with the guts fucking greatsword. It's got uh, A scaling or S scaling. No, that's the rune one. It's got A scaling. It's pretty sweet. Pretty good. It's pretty good. And she seems to be enjoying it so far. So I'm probably going to, even after we wrap up our playthrough, I think we're going to keep playing. For sure. I've just been taking tons of screenshots, like, all over again. I went through and just downloaded a bunch of the screenshots onto my phone, like, from my from the Xbox app, just so I can look at them in all fucking glory, the glory of my cell phone, phone. at work. Yeah. And I'm just, like, <laughs> thinking about Elden Ring. I'm, lit- I'm legit, like, thinking about Elden Ring all the time. I've been dreaming about it. Like, every other night, I have a dream that I'm playing Elden Ring, and then I wake up, and I'm just like, oh, shit. I have to go to work in two hours. (laughs) You know what I mean? Which, Elden Ring is actually, like, a fine wine, aged better. I feel like the longer we've been playing it. Because at first, I'm like, hmm, you know, I don't know. Like, this is good, but, you know, I I almost expect to be having more fun. But then I respect my character from the trash build that I was playing as into something actually good, which is just a strength build. And I'm having way more fun being a two giant swords boy. Oh, that reminds me. I also respect. I respect the same time Philip did. And really all I did was take points out of dexterity. Because I had, I had like 23 or 24 decks for something. I can't remember. Uh, I think for a weapon I was using at some point. And then I switched to Godric's Great Axe, which only needed 12. Oh, no, that was that was it. Godric's Great Axe needed like 23, 24 decks. But I switched to the greatsword, which only needed 12. So I could take those points out of decks, put them into endurance, or put them into strength, 
just so I could start hitting harder. Like my strength is like 60 something now, like 70 maybe. <laughs> like it's really high. I've just been dumping it all in there. Nice, nice. So, Nave, uh, any other games you've been playing? No, but I was thinking about this thing, okay? What's up? I have this memory from when we were in high school. This is a non sequitur. This has nothing to do with the video games. That's fine. So, back in high school, I used to live like relatively close to you, and you would come over to my house, and you would take me back to your house. Sometimes you'd have a, a friend of ours named Steven. One day, I remember we were running to your house for no reason other than we were kids. We were just sprinting to your house. And it was either you or Steven stepped in. You know those things that the water the water power people will like open up a, a hole in the ground and then turn yeah, your water off? The little service square things. Yeah, was, well, that didn't have a lid on it. And either you or Steven <laughs> stepped in that and like broke their freaking leg falling into it and then slamming into the ground. Do you remember who did that? I don't no, remember because I, I was in front of you guys. I just turned around to see it happen. No, I don't remember that. But it sounds like something that happened. Uh, it might have been Steven then. Because <laughs> I feel like you would remember that because it probably fucking sucked. You know, it's funny because that, I don't know, I feel like that's more likely to happen than most other relate running related you know, like accidents i remember um do you remember cody yeah yeah cody, cody. yeah oh, i remember right. at one point i don't know why i just him, did that you were like running on like a, the side of a street at one point or something like that and there was like a sewer drain and he stepped on one side it was perfectly round and it just flipped up like you remember in super <laughs> mario sunshine how like yeah. you jump on the sewers and they flip so it flipped up perfectly vertical his leg in one in like one side he like he went all the way up to the thigh like racked himself on the side of the sewer thing. I was running with him on the other side. So I went in the other side and I didn't go down as far because I hit like the ladder rungs on my side. So I only went up to like my knee. Meanwhile, like the grate like flipped up and then flipped back down and like pinned him like a bear trap. So he was just like stuck there. He's like, oh God, I'm trapped. He's like, you're gonna have to go get some help because like we couldn't move the, the man cover because it was too big. And I like walked out, like started looking for help. And then a second later, he comes stumbling out. He's like, never mind. I was able to get out. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it was much better than expected. But he just had like cuts down the side of his leg. Good times. Me and my friends were drinking a few, like just a few weeks ago. And and we were watching the Jackass movies. And one of them, he, they get a bear trap and they just punch it, you know, and just it clamps around their arm. And uh, then that night in my drunken dream, I had a dream. I was at work and I stepped on a bear trap in someone's front yard. And it was like with a walking dead, <laughs> like the video game, you know? Yeah. It was horrible. What are we talking about? I'm not playing anything else. Did okay. you play anything? Well, yeah, I'm still working on my backlog. I'm on the final disc of Lost Odyssey. Disc four. I am ready to wrap it up. Game's good. Lost Odyssey's great. I've been having the I've been having the serious urge to start playing Mortal Kombat eleven again. Like, so there's just, me and Villa have talked about it in a few episodes, but they, we have this real competitive fucking nerve in our brain where I'm literally just watching combo, like, it's like, these are good combos for Sub-Zero, and I'm just watching people do this most outrageous shit, and my brain is like, I need to learn how to fucking do this oh, so no. badly. I'm, like, watching the competitive history of, like, Ermac and shit in Mortal Kombat, his, in Mortal Kombat lore, and I'm just like... This is so good. <laughs> I fucking love this. But um, I downloaded Dead or Alive instead. <laughs> Dead or Alive 6. So I've been planning on playing that because I've played the living shit out of every single Mortal Kombat game. But I haven't... I don't think I've played Dead or Alive since, like, Dead or Alive 3 on the original Xbox. Or Dead or Alive 4 because, you know, the... That was a 360 game with the Halo person. Yeah, it was 360. Rachel or whatever the hell her name was. Mortal Kombat, 
looking looking really really looking really fun. I'm not. I'm still not sure about Dead or Alive. I mean, if you want to, we could always break out Fighter Z again because now that I have a, a more advanced console, our loading screens won't be as a, oppressive. Oh yeah. So back when we were playing, we were fighting like every night in Fighters for some reason, and well, because it's fun. That's the reason. But so since Philip was on the OG doo doo Xbox One, and I was always on the Series X, he his loading screen would be like nine minutes long. It felt like. So really we would just pick three characters and we would just stay at that for like 30 minutes straight, just playing like 25, 30 matches in a row, just so that we wouldn't have to go back to the loading screen and repick characters. It was horrendous because I, I started to grow to hate some enemy, some characters. I'm just like, I fucking hate my, uh, who's Master the Roshi. Master Roshi. I hate it. I, why did I pick him? He's technical. He's <laughs> yeah. good. You just got to know how to play him. Yeah. And I didn't, that I did not know. All right. Nave, time for your segment. What did you buy? Uh, all right. So I bought a f- couple of games. Most of them weren't on. I gotta get the. I gotta get the notes open. Most of them weren't on sale. But uh, so I bought Saints Row Three Remastered. It was like two bucks. I think I bought it for you as well because it was very cheap. We gotta play it. Yeah, we gotta play Resident Evil Six first. I bought this game. All right, look this up. This game. Uh, mm-hmm. In Sound Mind. They gave it away on uh, Games for Gold. They gave this game away? In Sound Mind? I think so. This one? Why don't I have it? I'm pretty sure this game just came out, like, this year. In Sound Mind? Hold on. A horror game? Uh, yeah, it definitely might be. Hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Games for yeah, Gold. Just type in Games for Gold. It'll tell you. Because mm. I just missed it, I guess, in that case. But I'm pretty sure it came out this year. Or maybe late Sound last Mind. year. Oh, March 18th. Is that this month? Was that last month? Uh, they It was free in the month. Epic Game Store. Oh, okay. I, I have it on the Epic Game Store because I always get their free games. Yeah, I don't have a computer anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this game looks cool. Uh, I watched the like. There's like a trailer, and it you can you have like a piece of glass that you're looking over your shoulder, and that's like the only way that you can see like the enemy chasing you or whatever. Like you can't see it if you're looking straight at it. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Or like you can yeah, you have to do puzzles looking at like that. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, and then I got Chrono Cross that came out the remastered. Did you hear about this thing where? Either the P- the PlayStation 4 or the PlayStation 5 version just complete like basically was like censored, very unfunctional. No, no. it wasn't censored. That, I, I I understand why you would think that. I don't know. It was like the frame rate was like in the 20s or something just for no reason. And I was like, oh shit, is that gonna be the same on the Xbox? And I didn't see shit about it. So I was like, oh okay, well, what an interesting, uh, what a bold, what a bold uh, question mark on that fucking game. And then I got another game called Boreal Tenebrae. And I don't remember what this was, but it was on sale. I don't know what that is either. Okay, see, here is what I was thinking about. Uh, I'm a part of a group that's called like, I think it was like RPG shitposting or something like that, or JRPG shitposters. Like there's so many memes that's like, remember what they took. And apparently the Chrono Cross Radical Dreamers edition that just came out, you know, a couple days ago, uh, suffered major dialogue censorship and... One of the characters had their panties adjusted. Not the panties. The so I don't I don't know. I have the game on the I literally have the PS1 discs somewhere. So that's interesting. I never even played this. Is this like a sequel to Chrono Trigger? Uh I yeah, but it, I don't think it's like a direct sequel, if I remember correctly. I think it's like in the universe I think it's kinda like Final Fantasy situation. Okay. Because like I didn't play Chrono Trigger growing up, but I have the like iPhone, Apple arcade version or whatever. 
that I, I slowly break out every year and I never finish because that game seems really long to be playing on the phone. Oh, okay. So Google Google Images, this Boreal Tenebrae game. You can see how it's spelled. I spelled it right in the Google in the Google Doc. But uh, so you remember that one game I talked about with uh, like stabbing the rabbit and taking the blood and putting it in the plant water? You remember it? And it looked like a PS1 game? Yeah, the surreal game. This game was also like a PS1 style like looking video game and like it looks like final fantasy 7 like their text boxes and stuff now that i'm yeah. looking at the images i i remember now but uh it's supposed to be kind of like a a little bit of a horror game but it's just a surreal game that is just supposed to evoke that era of gaming and i think everything is like kind of foggy looking with like kind of like it's going through a crt yeah i see it, it looks interesting a lot of cool animal humanoid animals and stuff it doesn't look like a score too good but uh i really like these kinds of games i no wonder i don't remember like the fucking name is, is nonsense so no wonder i don't remember what the hell this game was but um yeah listener go look that up if that it piques your interest i'm a fucking slut for these indie games especially ones that evoke the ps1 nintendo 64 era graphic style and sound too if you're listening to like a trailer especially like the dialogue sound that's going across the screen very cool yeah a little tap 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 sound all right nave now it's time for our patreon section once again thank you michael thank you pinecone for your continued support and instead of pushing our patreon this time how about you guys just go back and listen to something in our back catalog we are talking about halo mass chief collection like the new update this week why don't you go back and listen to old episode one? Don't do that. Where we were really bad at, yeah, it's it's our worst episode. But we we played you know Halo three on the Master Chief Collection back then. We didn't have personalities yet. Yeah, we were robots. We didn't know how to talk. We barely have personalities now. With that, our patron Michael, uh, he had a ride in for us. Actually, he wrote in. Michael Superbacker. Yeah, he is our super. Have you heard about that? What's a superbacker? Michael Superbacker? You don't know about Michael Superbacker? No, tell me what it is. Oh, do, mm, do I do it? Uh, will I forget? Do I tell him later? No, I'm gonna tell you right now. Okay, so sorry, Michael. But um, okay, so Michael Superbacker is the story about on uh, I think it's Kickstarter or some or like a very similar website like that. You know what I mean? A Kickstarter, you just there's a product that's in beta or whatever, like video games and stuff, and then everyone could send money to help develop that thing. There was this thing called a air umbrella. Where it was literally just a like a fucking okay, Hogwarts yeah, I know what wand. the air umbrella is. Yeah, this air umbrella thing uh, was a giant scam, and no one ever got their air umbrellas. They just took all the money and then they just ran away with it. This guy named Michael, he posted like at least once a week for like years, and I'm talking like close to a decade. He kept posting in the chat like where's my money like, like oh, he no. was like you know what I mean? it was it's amazing and eventually somehow people like internet sleuths found this dude or he found the or or he found the videos but they like really popular people like moist critical specifically moist critical this is how i learned about all this like uh people like charlie would be making videos about this guy because it's such a it's such it's so absurd it's amazing it's an internet oddity that needs to be cherished and put in a museum. Uh, they found this dude. Some guy, some YouTuber made an air umbrella that barely works because this is a dumb idea. And, and gave <laughs> no, it, it sounds to personally. Cool. He gave it personally to Michael. And then Michael met Charlie uh, more critical. It was it was so beautiful. This just recently happened, like maybe a month ago as of recording. 
Oh, that's pretty full circle. And that's Michael Superbacker. Go look that shit up on YouTube. It is a saga. All right. You know, speaking of a saga, dude, Michael. No, not Michael. Will be there in a minute. Going back to something God, you sorry, said, dude. like, what was it like two episodes maybe ago? We talked about AI at one point, and you were talking about the AI that only knows was it like petrol and cheese? Oh, cheeseoid. Like? Yeah, cheeseoid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because like. Literally uh, today, I was reading about some AI, and what was that show called? Uh, there was like some show about like techies or something like that. But anyways, they came up with their own AI that they did as best they trained. The whole point was to be Shazam for food, but based <laughs> on their training, so it can just look at any food and know, hey, like, hey, what's this food? Be like, oh, that's green chili enchiladas. But they made the AI, and all it can identify is hot dog or not hot dog whenever <laughs> it looks at things. And I'm like, oh man, that's perfect, dude. Have you seen the uh, the AI bot that tries to predict what an image is on Twitter? I mean, you don't have a Twitter, so I don't know how you would figure this out. But I can't remember what it is because I'm not like I don't follow it. I found it. I found it. <laughs> I'm gonna just show it to you on the camera real quick. But okay, there people can just tag this bot in an image under an image, and it just tries to figure out what the image is. Does it give a percentage? Like I'm 80% yes, sure this is a, a cat. Percentage. Yeah. So there's like, here's one of a, do you see that? <laughs> yeah. It's the Buzz Lightyear thing. Man. Yeah. There's a naked man in front of it. And it says image prediction toy shop. This one right here, Majula, the dude running away from pigs. You can barely oh, see it. <laughs> That's but it Majula. says image prediction, hippopotamus, confidence, 5%. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I'm just going to go ahead and follow this account. Because I see this thing retweeted all the time because some people will put some funny shit in there. And it, the thing it thinks it is just, it's the fucking, it's so great. Well, you know, it's Facebook, called, uh, what's that? it's at R-E-S, it's, it's Res Next Guesser. And it's just Neural Net Guesses Memes or something. But it's, it's really funny. I know Facebook has, like, they invest in their own AI <laughs> that apparently has, like, an... <laughs> This is just a bunch of cheese, like a burger, but it's just a bunch of cheese, and it says image prediction, pineapple. <laughs> I, this isn't funny to fucking people in the audience. I'm sorry. This is this is going well. This is an audio podcast, so you can't see what we're laughing at. I, I, I know that Facebook, they, they uh, put out a, oh, I forgot, was it like an unsupervised AI neural network or whatever that was supposed to be able to predict hashtags. It ended up getting like 80% correct that it could place appropriate hashtags on photos. And I'm wondering like how generic those hashtags were. Like, would it just be like sand on the ground and be like, oh, this is obviously a beach scene or something like that. Have you seen the, you know who Michael Reeves is on YouTube? No. This is the worst intro we've ever done to, the, to an episode ever. All right, so Michael Reeves is just a dude who makes, like, he, he knows how to code, and he can make, like, robots. Like, he made a robot that does surgery, but it just stabs really violently into stuff. It's, <laughs> okay, it's I a, think I know this you, guy. Yeah, he's very popular. He gets millions of views on his videos. So you probably saw him in the algorithm at least once. But uh, he just recently, like, some like maybe a week or two ago, he made, a video, he made an algorithm that made a goldfish predict stock trades, like, Yep, it made I've a goldfish buy on the stock clip art or whatever the recommended yeah. yeah and um like so and he put it against wall street bets which is like just a subreddit that's they're the guys who are responsible for the game stock thing that happened like a year ago or something i don't know dating the podcast again so he put it up again he, they made an algorithm that just basically 
took recommendations from Wall Street bets or whatever, and then he made another algorithm that said it put two stocks up on each side of the screen, and if a goldfish was on the left side for more than 20 seconds, it picked the left <laughs> stock. And if the goldfish was on the right side, it picked the right stock. And the goldfish won. It beat the fucking Wall Street bets, just picking random stocks. And he took the stock portfolios at the end to like, like a legit like professional dude who does stocks or whatever. I don't know the fuck they're called, stockbrokers. And the guy was like, I would choose this one. This one looks a lot more safe. And it was the goldfish. <laughs> Well, even like true random can still be successful. Is what is Michael's right in? <laughs> All right, Michael wrote in. He started out with, uh, uh, where, oh, where is it? Okay. That <laughs> <laughs> hey man, heard you were in the Air Force. Was curious what your MOS is. Uh, uh, just to answer that real quick, I was uh, maintenance on C-130s as a crew chief. I since cross trained, cross trained into cyber systems, and I'm loving it. And then he asked, uh, I wonder what you guys thought about the Diablo series. They rate as my favorite game all time, and I have about 500 hours in Diablo 3. Diablo 3 was my first Xbox One game. Whenever I, uh, Philip came and picked me up from Oklahoma City, I went back to McAllister with him for like a week or something, and I just played Diablo every fucking day that he was at work. This is back when he was a prison guard. <laughs> so as long as he was at work, I was just sitting in his living room just playing Diablo. And I was like, holy shit, that was like my first experience with it. I used to play a vampire game that was similar to Diablo. It, it's not Vampire the Masquerade, but it's like, it was a vampire game. Are talking about Victor Brand? No, that is a, that's, that's a Diablo clone on the Xbox One. But <laughs> it, was, it was an older game. Like, this is when I was a kid. Okay. I would be at my uncle's house, and he had a vampire game that was just Diablo clone. But I don't remember. And I didn't understand it. I was, like, way too young. Like, I wanted to play Freddy Fish. But he would be like, no, you got to play this game. This game's fucking cool, dude. And I'm like, there's so many numbers. <laughs> I just want to put the <laughs> sea so urchin in the bucket. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, I didn't even get to play that Diablo very much. Like, I only made it through, like, the first two zones. Like, you played my copy of Diablo more than I did. Um, oh, yeah. What got me is um, I really want to play Diablo. But after seeing people play the, what is called, Iron Man runs or Master runs, legends was it where it's like seasonal iron man is, if you'll iron man you will die i think yeah, those are, it's just called seasonal i think they're oh, just okay. seasonal things i thought there was like seasonal permadeath characters or something like that and i'm like that sounds terrible but i would love to give it a shot don't ever ask us about games you care about because we're just gonna fuck it up even if we care about it <laughs> that's important about this podcast we would just make you upset but yeah i played a lot of diablo 3 when like way later when like the necromancer stuff was out and uh i played as the necromancer i didn't i don't remember what i played as when i was at your house i probably played as like an archer or something whatever it's called but i played the shit out of the necromancer and i was op did you ever play path to exile no what's that it's just a free diablo game I, i'm pretty sure i might be talking about out of my ass now but i'm pretty sure microsoft owns the company that made path to exile or maybe it's tencent that owns it it's one of those two <laughs> Well, of course, Diablo is a, a Blizzard title, which is yeah. Blizzard Activision, Activision, which we all know how that story ended. It's ongoing. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening still. Uh, Anyways, well, thanks Diablo's for your writing, Michael. Uh, podcast co-op partners, listeners, dear listeners at home, our sweet little listeners. If you want to ask us questions, go ahead and mail it in. GamingTogetherPod at gmail.com. And we'll give it a listen.
or read. Or send us a tweet at GameTogetherPod. And with that, Nave, it is the tweeter section. Uh, the only person who wrote in was Morgan from the Intergalactic Pinecone, and he replied specifically to the to the uh, GIF I used, which was, you know that scene in, I think, Halo... I think it's Halo Reach towards the end where the there's a scene of a city and Rookie's standing there and it's just a shot of his ass and in his hand, <laughs> his balled up fist, he let go, he lets go and there's like dog tags that fall out and then he yeah, starts walking towards the city. Uh, he just said, nice ass, Spartan. <laughs> and so <laughs> nobody wants, nobody wanted to talk about the, the Halo update, which is kind of fair because it literally came out three days before we started recording this episode. <laughs> It just Which, happened. If we're just talking about, you know, Spartan ass, the newest episode of Master Chief, or not Master Chief, um, what's it called? Which Master is, Chief, the animated series. No, no, Halo, the series on whatever streaming service that's Paramount on. Paramount Plus. Plus. Yeah. yeah, you get to see Master Chief's ass. He takes off his helmet and his pants. Whoa, you get, you get a twofer? Yeah. That's, this, there's one for the men and one for the ladies. And also for the men, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you yeah check it out, the series seems okay so far. I'm waiting for it to upset me. It has not upset me yet. I'm hearing wildly different things. Like it's like people either think this is the worst shit ever or think that this is pretty rad. Like I'm having people from my hometown, our hometown, message me on Facebook like, "Hey, you watch the Halo thing?" And I'm like, "Dude, we haven't fucking talked in like seven years. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on?" <laughs> they know you, you like Halo. Which I just yeah, got a write in like, from Jana, and it says, "More like Master Cheeks." She can she hear you? <laughs> she's yeah, she's sitting right next to me, but she texted me to say that. Great, perfect. All right, well, thanks for that, Twitter gang. I, I think that covers it. Do you have anything more for the intro? Or are we ready to get to the meat? The meat. Let's get to the meat. All right, let's take a break then. But um, bum 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 bum. All this talk about meat and cheeks. Something's happening. Okay, we're back. Something's awakening in me. <laughs> so, Nave, this week, we did not play a full game, but instead, we revisited a classic. Halo 3 and Halo ODST and Halo 4, I think, all got updates on the Halo Master Chief Collection. But, Nave, where is co-op for Halo Infinite? What is happening right now? They got their A-team on the Master Chief Collection, obviously. Is that you just it? gotta give them some, cut them some slack, guys. We just wanna get the... You think there are going to be more updates for Master Chief Collection after this? Okay, at this point, there's got to be. Because it almost seems like it's it's getting cool to upgrade your legacy products. Like, if we take a look at... We did a whole episode. It's almost like we're in the biz these days, as as I say. Because apparently I know the slang. Do you remember our uh, Age of Empires episode? Where we yeah, played... Yeah, with Robert. Yeah. We played... They updated Age of Empires 2, which is... You know, the second game in the series when Age of Empires 4 was already out at that point. We were playing Age of Empires 2. Yeah, they were adding like uh they were adding more civilizations to play as and everything. They were like in balancing the different modes. ones. Yeah, yeah, co-op co-op was like in beta whenever we made that episode. I'm pretty sure it's kicked out, right? I'm that would be shocking Gotta if be. it hadn't been. And then we went on and we played Quake, a phenomenal first person shooter, and it also had a DLC pack attached to it that they just threw onto it i'm not sure when that pack exactly released but that's like new content for legacy products that's crazy i'm pretty sure it was new i'm, re- new, I'm new? pretty sure that was new for the release of that yeah that is insane 
Wish they'd do it for Torok. Okay. Come on. What are the, what's that play? What's that? The guys that made Torok? Is it never Not made Torok? No. No, it was Acclaim, and I'm, I'm sure that that was maybe a publisher or something. But uh, the who the Night Dive Studios? I think it's Night Dive. I'm digging deep. You are into stretching my way too deep for me. right now. I'm like pushing my fingers into my temple like I'm uh, what is it, Professor Xavier? <laughs> Trying to right, remember. Anyways, I don't know. It old, might be Night Dive. Yeah. Old developers. Well, it's the guys that remastered it. That because it's on the Xbox and the PlayStation and the PC and everything right now. Like you can play Torok one and two. Hopefully they do the rest of them. Uh, they just recently did Shadow Man. Maybe the same. I might be getting all these people confused. There might be a bunch of people just doing Nintendo 64 games for no reason, other than they're fucking cool. All right. So what was my point? Oh, hopefully they add shit. That'd hopefully cool. they keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, added a bunch of like accessibility stuff. Like in Torok 2, Torok 2 is like infamously like fucking very obtuse, but they added a thing where. It, there are fucking waypoints now. It's like you need to. It, then they tell you what you need. It's like you need to hit three switches. You need to save five children. You need to stop the fucking dinosaur chieftain. You need to ride the t- triceratops. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, got it. And it shows you things you can interact with. Because in those games, this was the same with Quake. This was the before there was like an action button. So you just bumped into the fucking switch, and that activates it. You know? Of course, yeah. Motion activated. The future. Okay, so let's cover more what was actually updated in it. Because the last time I saw an update, it was the the controversial samurai armor, Viking armor, and knight armor, right? Now, I'm like, well, that's probably gonna be the last update. Like, I don't yeah, know kinda, what like else. Like a they lot of stuff looked like it looked like they took a bunch of pages out of Doom Eternal in that and multiplayer. Like, yeah, you're like, here you go, have fun. But let's see what they added. Going down the list, first thing on the docket, this is the uh, big moneymaker. ODST Firefight added Flood Fight. Along with a bunch of custom sounds, custom animations, Flood can drive vehicles. Yep. Uh, they added the ODS, You can see the ODST getting taken over by the Flood in the Firefight. That was pretty cool. Uh, it's the Assault Rifle was added in. Trying to see what other weapons. They added a bunch of weapons that oh, were available dude, in Halo 3. I didn't even realize the Assault Rifle wasn't in ODST. You yeah. just but you had to use the SMG. Forgot about that. Let's see. They added a whole suite of modding tools because there was already mods for, uh, what was it, the Steam Workshop? Like already like an interface for it, but it looks like they updated yeah. it or added more content, which is always going to greatly extend a game's like a legacy game's life if there's good mod support. Yeah, I was seeing like someone was posting in Twitter like you can now add like sounds to mods and stuff, and I'm like, oh my god. That's amazing. The modding community is like on fire about this update. Let's see. They added customization into Halo 4 campaign where like your custom weapon skin and your character skins can come in. Uh, they updated the Halo 3 medals to have more modern medals, but they included the option so you can use the classic medal system if you prefer not to see the new stuff. Which is tight. You know, options are always good for the consumer. Yeah. that I mean, it's crazy to think about the, what was it? Uh, war... World of War Worlds. What was the what was the Warhammer? Not Warhammer. Uh, the World of Warcraft game that everybody hated. The remake. Warcraft Three. I don't yeah. remember what it was called. They had a it had a name, but Warcraft Three was the remake. Yeah, and they cut off all support for the <laughs> old game. Remastered edition. Yeah, they were like, "Hey, man, you can't even download the old one. All the custom games gone. All the mods gone. You just have to play the new version." And it fucking sucked. It was like always online and stuff like that. It, it just happened with the fucking Grand Theft Auto shit. Like, I don't think you could do it for... I don't think you could buy the old Grand Theft Autos on the Xbox. Maybe you could. I know you could buy Saints Row. 
but it was a shitty iOS port. So you did you don't I'm not Sancho, uh San Andreas, sorry. But um uh on the PlayStation side, you could there were PS2 classics. You could buy the Grand Theft Auto 3 Vice City and San Andreas, the ones that are in the remastered definitive edition, I mean. Um and they took them off of the store so that you would have to buy the shittier new version. All right, so back to the things they added in. They added in a bunch of skulls to Halo 2, 3, ODST. That's it, just 2, 3, and Halo ODST. And this is the other kind of interesting part where they're almost like giving more more content to the, the classic players. Like, they added Acrophobia, which is the one that lets you fly around the map if you wanted to. So these yeah, that maps one was already are- in three i think that was in one and three if i remember correct which is nice because you get to actually explore these zones that you spend so much time in it's like when we were playing ocarina of time and we were able to do the floating thing yeah that's exactly what i was thinking about because you can just find random places where there is like collision and i'm just like that's so interesting that they programmed that they didn't have to and then you take three steps and you just fall through the ground and you're like oh okay there it is wonder why that random spot is like like that all right, and then they posted a looking ahead where their their goal is to support modding and Steam Workshop for every game in the series. Uh, apparently, Halo 3 OST is not supporting mods right now, but and neither is, looks like, Reach or Halo 2 Anniversary multiplayer in Halo 4. So it looks like maybe three base game and two base game and one are moddable. The rest don't seem to be moddable. Oh, this reminds me, uh, the Retro Replay podcast, Ian, or Ian, I'm sorry, uh, but uh, he was talking to me on Discord about them not being able to play Halo 5 because they're, they don't have an Xbox. But like you can play 1 through 4 and you can play Infinite, but 5 is just not available to him. Yeah. What do you think about that? That's kind of strange. That is he was asking if there strange. was any plans to put it in the Master Chief collection. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think 5 is separate. Like, that's the yeah, next generation. Yeah, because 4 was on the 360, but not 5. All right, let's see. Another thing they're trying to add is, in the remaining games, they're going to add shootable MOA collectibles that you can go out and get in the campaign. That'll be interesting. Kind of like what they did in the Halo 2 uh, remastered maps yeah, with the I've, soda cans. I think that's it. Uh, is they're going to add more collectibles like those. Uh, they want to add a post-match customization screen to set a pose for your character. Okay, yeah, this is just a bunch of little adjustments and stuff they're trying to add on. Uh, so back to the main meet. Me and you, we jumped in. because Spoiler, we're still trying to play through Elden Ring. We're almost there. We just beat the Black Blade, and we made it to the Snowfields. We're going to go kill Millennia? M- Malia? We killed Captain Neol. At some point. We got the secret... Elevator the rune thing, yeah, we're we're close. Yeah. Next episode feels, for sure. Feels like it, but you know, like I think I said at the beginning, or it's, I maybe we said off off camera, but I just found two extra zones to explore, and Philip is just like, please stop, Nate, please stop finding these <laughs> we places. Need to, we need to finish this. So we jumped in the game, and first thing we did is we did duos on the flood, the old flutter. What was it called? Flood fire fight. Uh, flood fire fight. fight. And it's good. Uh, it feels good to fight the flood. It's kind of interesting because back in our Back for Blood episode, I think you specifically said, "Why don't we have a ODST Left for Dead?" And this is pretty much it. 
Yeah, even the uh, the picture that they use on the Halo waypoint is evocative of Left 4 Dead. The picture of the ODSTs fighting off the flood. Did you see that picture? You're probably yeah, looking at it. Yeah, at the on that website at the very top. And they brought in, um, like when we played, we had a large group of elites with us. And the elites were actually like doing kind of like newer dialogue, or it seemed like. Or dialogue we yeah, didn't hear like, in Halo 3. Because when else do you talk to elites in ODST? Or, yeah, you, I don't think wait. you even see. I think I don't think you see ever uh, a live elite. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, where the are the elites in ODST? It doesn't make sense. They're like all killed by brutes. Yeah, that was after the uh, the takeover by the chief. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, but you were you know, like we were shooting at them, and because you know you see elite, you're like die. But yeah. uh, it was like stop it, we're friendly. Stop shooting. We're like what the fuck? It's friendly, you know? Like we it was jarring. It's the first thing we saw when we opened the door. It was a bunch of elites standing outside. I like threw a grenade at them. Yeah, I assumed like the first wave was just gonna be elites, and then they were gonna like swap it around because like we have there's firefight and reach, I, reach right, yeah, and in that you fight covenant. So I think firefight's oh, just a recurring game mode. Yeah, in most of them, except for infinite. Is infinite yeah. have firefight? No, no. But does five have firefight? Mm, no, no, it has Halo. Was it uh, Spartan Ops? Maybe. No, Spartan Ops is Halo 4 also. Oh, no. See, now you got me goofed. I don't know which of these, the newer Halo, games. Halo 5 had the Super Mountain Dew MLG Dorito mode, and then it also oh, yeah. had the giant Breakout. microtransaction mode. Oh, yeah. What was that called? Assault? No. No. It was like big, big team battle. Yeah, it was like Colossal something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah those modes are kind of good. Well, they were okay. I like Breakout. Yeah, Breakout was good. I mean, I liked the big team thing also because it's like now I have a white energy sword and then I kill two people and die instantly. And I'm like, oh, man. My white energy now. sword. Yeah. Yeah. That was a rare drop. All right. So we then went and played through uh, not Arrival. What is the first level called? 117? Oh, is it Arrival? No, Arrival's the cutscene, I think. I think okay, Sierra 117 is the, is the first mission. Or we might okay. be getting those mixed up. Oh, did you read off? Did you read off uh, all of the skulls? Read off all the new skulls. What? All of them? That's so much yeah, reading. Why not? No, it's not. Oh my god. Alright, hold on. I, lo I lost it. Okay, so the new... Turns. No, I got it. She sent me a list in Discord. I'm looking at the list right now. For Halo 3 and at least... disconnected. What? Do you hear me, Philip? Maybe you talking? Yeah, I'm talking. Because I can't hear you. Are we good? Are your controller turn off? Yeah, I hear you. You're good. Alright, anyways... Uh, oh I, don't, my God. I don't know what the other games were, but I mean, I assume it's not nearly as extensive as Halo 3 Skulls, but Halo 3 got Anger, which makes enemies fire their weapons faster and more frequently, which we played We played three missions, I think. We played it on normal every time, and I think we probably should have played at least on Heroic on one of them at least, but anyways, we didn't notice this too much. Uh, Bandana gives us infinite ammo. We didn't use this. I think this is just a normal Skull in Halo 2. Yeah. Um, uh, bonded pair is a co-op skull. I'll come back to that. I'll pair the two co-op skulls together. Uh, boom increases the explosion radius by double, which goes hand in hand with cowbell, which increases the trajectory of things caught in explosions. This is very funny. Um, eye patch turns off the auto aim feature, which turns out is very helpful. Like you, I you'll miss it when it's gone. I think it's specifically said. I think that's the exact wording of the skull. Um. Uh, foreign means that players cannot pick up or use 
weapons of the opposing factions, which we'll talk about also a little bit later because that's a very interesting skull. Uh, Ghost says AI no longer flinch from attacks, also a very interesting skull. Uh, Jacked, players can only enter ground vehicles by boarding. Um, not as interesting. It's bad for really big levels, but also makes you unable to jump onto turrets because those count as vehicles, I guess. Philip said. I mean, I think Philip was right about that because that makes sense. Um, Malfunction says every time you respawn, a random element of your HUD is disabled. This is pretty goofy, but you know, otherwise pretty mundane. Uh, Master Blaster is the second co-op skull. We'll get back to that. Pinata means whenever you punch an enemy, they drop uh, grenades, and they're not live grenades, so it just makes you have all of the grenades all of the time if you're punching. Recession says every shot is worth twice the ammo, um, so that's pretty terrible. We never turn that one on because like, okay, I get it. I know what that does. Uh, so angry make makes uh, enraged brutes explode like fras frag grenades if they're not dispatched within seconds. Uh, swarm makes hunters stronger. We're not sure exactly what that means. Probably they just are harder to kill. Uh, that's yeah. just wrong. Increases enemy awareness of the player. Again, we don't know. We had that turned on every time, but we, we play pretty loud. Uh, they come back means flood combat forms come back stronger if they reinfect a dead enemy or ally, which, again, pretty self-explanatory. just makes the game a little bit harder. And those are the skulls. My throat is dry. All right, let's go over the co-op ones. These ones we saw and we're like, whoa, there's one specifically for co-op? That's what we do here. Hell yeah, brother. So the first one we used, old Master Blaster. One player's shields recharge to overshield level and can only melee, while the second player has no shields but infinite ammo. Rolls switch after a number of enemy kills. This was a weird now one. This one's interesting, especially at that end where it says it switches after a number of enemy kills, because I have it on I have it on a VOD on stream where I killed you and then we switched positions. So I don't think it counts in just enemy kills, I think it's just kills in general. Yeah. Which may I mean we may usually may kill enemies. Yeah. But that one was interesting because uh it actually really kind of hurt us quite a bit. Like not being able to shoot enemies from a distance, even with an overshield. It, it makes it hard because you're just sprinting in a straight line at people to punch them. Especially if you turned on, like like we did, we turned on almost all of the skulls that were new. So having the enemies shoot a lot more and not flinch and, you know, all this craziness, you're not able to, you, the only thing you're able to do is melee. You can't shoot, you can't throw grenades. I don't even think you could zoom in. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's pretty intense. Uh, this is very evocative of a similar mechanic uh, in a game called Army of Two which is the aggro mechanic where one character, if they're doing more damage, they take start taking aggro, and that character, I'm pretty sure, gets some kind of buff. Maybe they take less damage or they do more damage or something, and the other character becomes stealthy and like just starts turning invisible so that the enemies stop paying attention to them. And it was very similar to that because you would have one guy, basically the tank with the overshield, standing in the middle of the match just trying to punch people, and then the person who has no shields, who can just die from one headshot from a, from a jackal at any point, uh, is standing in the far back just trying to pick people off because, like I said, everyone's shooting more. There's like grenades are explosion, exploding everywhere, bigger, badder, uncut. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. So that one was really good. We actually had to restart a couple times on normal because like, I'd be out there punching people and I would die. And you'd be there with no shields or even worse, 
the punching guy is out there just doing his best and the switch happens and all of a sudden your overshield <laughs> just disappears and you just and die then you just and get murdered instantly yeah and the, i think there might be something they have to uh like uh balance with this skull because it, this, the checkpoint system in this game is very interesting. If you are not surrounded by, if you're not in the line of sight of enemies, or like you don't have the aggro of enemies, and your shield is full, then usually a checkpoint will happen, just in any random, random given time. Um, since one person always has their shield empty, me and Philip hypothesized that this was interfering with the checkpoint system. The reason being is that we got to the end of the level like two times, and we would die. And we would restart basically in the first third of the level and have to replay the level all over again. And this happened – that happened twice specifically, but we would also get further up. Like there should have been check. We were running around killing everything, and there should have been a checkpoint at least because everything around us was dead. So, Yeah, it makes sense. All right, let's go to the other skull. Uh, when one uh, bonded pair co-op skull, when one player dies, the other gets a large damage boost that lasts a while. I never noticed this one working. Well, so for one thing, I think we had this turned on the first match where we had uh, we had Master Blaster on as well. But Master Blaster is so insane that it kind of warps the entirety of the game around it. Where where when we played the Master Blaster run, we didn't ex we didn't notice any of the skulls happening. But yeah. so we turned that off like right after that. It was fun. Like it's a, it, it's an interesting way to play the game. Not that it's bad, but it's that. We could we wanted to experience all the skulls as well. So this one, like you said, I don't I didn't really notice. We didn't die too much. We should have been playing on heroic at this point, but we didn't die too much. Even at the end, I was like, we were getting Zencaster ready. We were still in Halo Master Chief. Um, I would punch you to death, and I turned around and shot a Marine once right in the chest, and it died. And I was like, hmm, I'm pretty sure you shoot those like yeah. I'm pretty sure you have to shoot Marines like eight or nine times with the battle yeah. rifle to kill them. So maybe you do get a huge damage buff, but on normal, it's like completely not noticeable at all, as well as you not dying very often. So we could have probably did a little bit more testing, but we didn't have a whole lot of time. All right, so the new skulls are definitely interesting. Uh, the other thing we kind of noticed is just kind of weird new stuff or stuff that seemed new. When we played the four-man ODST infected flood fight, the floods were driving vehicles which they haven't done since <clears throat> Halo 2, I think, maybe? I don't and remember. I know for sure funny. they can't do it in 3. Yeah, like, the you see, like, an infected elite who was just standing on the back of the ghost and leaned forward, like, driving it. Apparently, they gave him all new animations so the Flood can drive it because they don't. They never had character animations for that. Pretty cool. Um, We did we did a leapfrog over those two skulls I wanted to talk about, though. Oh, which ones? Um foreign foreign and ghost oh yeah those are special so uh you want to talk about ghost <laughs> yeah okay so ghost this one goofed me multiple times this is we played it just in the first just in 117 and in uh crow's nest where you, we'd encounter the jackals and i'm so used to you shoot the ga the jackal right in the hand or in the foot he drops his shield then you headshot him and you're done i run up there i shoot him in the hand and he doesn't flinch. And I'm like, I don't even think about it. Then I just shoot him in the shield a couple times and he doesn't <laughs> die. And then he's just mowing me down with a needler and I'm just standing there in front of him before I finally try to throw a punch and I died. I think I died like twice on normal. Do these rapid fire needler jackals. 
It turns the jack the shield jackals. The ghost is the one where they don't flinch. Yeah, but it definitely turns the jackals into like juggernauts. You're like, what do I do now? <laughs> like I have to yeah. throw a grenade at this guy. Like this, he he's unkillable. <laughs> I can only shoot him in the hand so much. His shield's so good. Yeah, I don't even. Does he flinch to melee even? Like I don't even I think know. He, well, I mean, usually the melee breaks the shield. Yeah. Well, so uh, all it 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 uh happens to brutes as well where brutes some like sometimes you can get a brute to flinch if you break their shield but i don't think they flinch when their shield breaks and then also when their shield breaks they have a chance to go to berserk and we had that other skull on which makes them explode if we don't kill them right away so i'm pretty sure i died to that once like i'm pretty sure i was in a corner and i meleeed a brute and i turned around to shoot a grunt and then i just got blown up like i didn't yeah. realize what was going to happen because we have double-sized uh what was it explosions too yeah, double-sized explosions, and they were like they were shooting everything everywhere. And uh, that explosion thing happens for Grunt Birthday Party as well, which everyone always has Grunt Birthday Party on. Uh, it's a classic skull where if you shoot a grunt in the head with a precision weapon, it pops their head like a cork, and it goes, yay! Like, yeah. kids start screaming. And, um, yeah, uh, that can explode people with this new skull that doubles the size of explosions. That is an explosion, so... Um, or I, it's either the it's either the grunt birthday party thing or headshots inherently blowing up their methane tanks, which is an explosion. So sometimes you can headshot one grunt that's standing near like four grunts, and they just all explode in five different directions. Pretty funny. Pretty nice. So the other skull is uh, e, which one did I just talk about? Okay, so foreign. Foreign is interesting. Uh, this is the skull that stops you from using the opposing faction's weapons. In Halo Three, you are either the Covenant or the humans, the UNSC. So basically in what, what makes this skull so interesting is that in co-op player one is master chief, but player two, players two, three, and four are elites. Player two is arbiter. I don't know the other guy's names. I'm sure they have names. They don't but, have um, names. Uh, so that means master chief can only use the UNSC weapons, the battle rifles, the star rifle, Magnum and stuff, but arbiter can only use, carbine plasma rifle plasma pistol needlers you know what i mean brute shots there's a lot of different weapons especially in that first match in, in the first level i mean that i had to walk past that i would normally pick up like i love carbines i mean i even use the plasma pistol if i have like a battle rifle you know against brutes especially on legendary but it's like how are you supposed to do like you you really need your buddy arby there on legendary like this this is one of the skulls that i was debating I would do a legendary run co-op with this skull on for sure. Like this is an interesting skull. And in, uh, when we were playing, I'm like, oh, this might even be like kind of more immersive lore-ish wise. But then I think back, there's so many scenes of Spartans picking up alien weapons to use them. But I mean, yeah, you there's see... the there's the iconic scene I think in Halo Three where uh, an elite is walking past a bunch of Marines with a bunch of human weapons and then the a human is with has a bunch of carbines and stuff and they like nod and walk past each other whenever everyone's the alliance is happening you know yeah the big trade i just think of arbiter like charging a shotgun like yeah he looks so weird with the shotgun in his hands it's well, really it was funny because we too. were talking about he, like, it slaps the top you know well, we were talking about it, and we were standing at the end of Sierra 117, and I turned around in Sergeant Johnson's hand holding a needler, and I'm just like, ah, oh, <laughs> I wish I, I could, wish do, I could that. do that. Yeah. <laughs> I sure do love that needler. So 
Mass Chief Collection is, you know, the master collection of Halos 1 through 4. And I, it's weird because in our playthroughs, we noticed a lot of things we didn't remember. Or things that, did they add this in later? We noticed, like, certain windows were breaking and window shutters were falling down. Like, did that always have physics? Or we found weird caves and doors that we didn't think were open before? Yeah, it's we. It's like... I don't know, because when we... The very first episode we did on Halo 3, and we played Halo 3 like two times through in Master Chief Collection before we did even did the first episode. And it's like, I've played Halo 3's campaign probably like 60 times through. And that very first mission, there is just a hallway that you have to walk down at the end of the level. It's underneath one of the skulls. Like, you have to jump up on the, the cliff edge and stuff. And I'm like there's a door and there are red turbines in this room and i'm like in this room like i don't think i've ever been in this room like i i have no idea i had no idea you could get in here in fact when you're up on top walking to the skull that you can glitch through the windows and stand there but there's an invisible wall and i remember being in there and being like hee hee he, i'm a hacker you know what i mean yeah but it's like why would i ever be happy about that if you could get into that room from below that's like, that seems super weird. So I'm like, I almost want to just look up like uh, a Halo Three skull guide from like 2007 or 2008, and just see them go to that skull and see if those doors are open. See if I can get a glimpse of those doors. Because wouldn't that be, be interesting, interesting if they just yeah, like be weird, randomly just opened just random doors just uh, without saying anything. They just did that. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking three. Maybe I'm thinking too much of three four three right now, but maybe. this update's very good. So the other thing we seem to notice is I think the collision box for the rats might be square. <laughs> okay, so we spent the last like 15 minutes of our playtime in this game staring at these rats. Okay, do you want to talk about the Halo three rats? I guess. Let's, okay, let's so Halo it. three rats are these polygonal, blurry, splotchy looking. They don't even look like rats half the time unless you're like. You don't look at them directly. They're just these brown things with tails. And you can kill them, and they curl up into a... Uh, like like a, like a cockroach. Yeah, like when a cockroach dies and like flips on his back and like skittles. That's what happens with the rats. Except this tail does a full moon curve around. And it's weird because it becomes a physics object at that point, And you can push it around whenever it's dead. And it rolls. Like it just like rolls end over end. Like it's round, but then it will like rock back and forth, like it's settling. I don't know, it's strange. It's like a rectangular, I think it's like a rectangular prism, but instead of having sharp edges, it has curved edges. But it definitely has four flat sides, like, planes. Yeah, there are yeah. signs where there are sides where it will stop every single time. Like there's one on the back and the front. And I also think that the tail is part of the, the, the geometry. I think yeah. it looks like the tail will go through the floor still but it it does also affect how the rat is going to fall i don't know what we're talking about right now well it seems like the rat's center of gravity is outside of its body based on how it rocks because it, you always think about like the bottle flip scenario like depending on how much fluid is in the bottle whenever it's flipped or whatever like can define how how it settles whenever it like lands bottom down you know but yeah. when we were hitting these rats they were not significantly like they weren't tending to land rat side down they would just as likely land like on either like the outside or like inside like almost like tail side down was also an option you know you know this is reminding me i was 
talking to someone on Twitter. It might have been Michael, or it might have been <laughs> our Patreon. I'm trying to think now, but um, I was, ah, uh, what was it? I retweeted something that was like, what, like who would win in a fight? Doom guy versus Kratos. We've talked about this like three or four times throughout our podcast life. This just keeps coming up. It's a never-ending uh, question, I guess. But I retweeted. I was like, "Doom guy's gonna, Doom guy wins." You know, my always been my stance. I'm very stubborn, and I think it was Michael. It might have just been a random person. I don't remember. But um, he was like, "Kratos is way better," and he started like listing stuff off. And I was like, "I think Doom guy doesn't have." any limits i think he literally canonically just is like the hulk or superman you know what i mean i think he is that i think he's the same thing but uh and then he start he started like bringing up numbers and i'm like oh shit we're going like way too deep for me (laughs) like i don't he's like bringing up like the force and and newtons and stuff i'm like oh shit what do i do (laughs) i don't i don't have any like response to this the problem with like that's what it sounds like we're talking about a rat geometry, but <laughs> I was watching a video on the power scaling of Goku the other day because that's what I do with my free time. Yeah. And it got to a point and it was like episode 39 of Dragon Ball, the original series where Goku was potentially dodging the speed of light lasers, not even like yeah dodging the aim, but he was reacting to the laser itself and moving out of the way. And they're like, at this point, Goku is already going faster than the speed of light. It's well, like, that was the thing. So after after that conversation, um, on Twitter, I went back to that post to see like what was going on in the post, and then there was a poll, and I was like, "Oh shit, poll!" And so I voted Doom Guy, obviously. And then it was like it was like seventy percent Doom Guy, thirty percent Kratos. I was like, "Holy fuck!" I thought it was gonna be like Kratos was gonna win. I thought I was the the guy that was stupid, you know. Yeah. And then I went through the the tweets, and there was a like the huge train of people t- arguing about this. And then there was one guy posting the same video over and over again. And so I clicked on watch the video. It was like 15, 20 minutes long. I'm like at my I'm like at at fucking work, just eating Brahms, just fucking eating a cheeseburger, watching this video now. And the dude is like, I had no clue how strong Doom Guy was until I started like looking into him. But he was like, this is why Kratos is strong. Kratos, like, killed all these gods. He dodges, like, he could dodge light. He's dodged Hermes, who's faster than light, even though Hermes was hurt already. So maybe it wasn't light. And then it was like, here's Doom guy. He literally did the exact same shit as Kratos. He's the same fucking guy. <laughs> like, he, <laughs> like, it's like the, the, in, it, the icon of sin sh- shoots literal light beams at Doom guy. And he's just like, nah. And he, and he dodges, he reacts to it. He's like, the like Kratos is way faster than Doom Guy, but Doom Guy's reaction time is way better. And also, Doom Guy has been fighting for millions of years nonstop, and Kratos has to eat, sleep, sleep, and shit. You know what I mean? Like Kratos is kind of a different kind of god, but they are both gods. You know, what I always say is, how many times has Doom Guy died, and how many times has Kratos died? Kratos oh died god. a few times. And Kratos will die again. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like this comes back to the uh, the Goku versus One Punch Man argument. Like, how many times has Goku died? Like four times. Oh, is that like that's is that a thing? Because I think Saitama beats Goku, doesn't he? Because that's just his, he just kills everything in one hit. So that's that's the joke. Yeah. What do you do? Like, <laughs> like no, Goku's the strongest strongest anime dude. Is All he? Right. 
I don't know. No, probably not. I mean, not. he's just Superman. See, this is what you get when you start talking about like literal deities. Like it's like I don't know how we're supposed to gauge any of this shit anymore. Because well, yeah. it's like Azura from Azura's Wrath is a fucking monster as well. It's like that guy can probably go toe to toe with Kratos also. Like literally, th- did you play Azura's Wrath? It was been years. Dude, there everyone go play Azura's Wrath. It's backwards compatible on the Xbox. Do yourself a fucking favor, please do that. Anyways, um, there is a scene where you're fighting. He's like literally also killing deities as well, and he is just like the Hulk. He where he, the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets, and I don't think there's ever a limit to that. Um, <laughs> there is a, a deity that it becomes five times bigger than the Earth. He is literally on the horizon. He looks like the halo above you when you're playing Halo. You know what I mean? He's yeah. huge. And he pushes his finger down into the earth. And his finger is like the size of America. And Azura catches that and then punches <laughs> it so many times that it disintegrates the deity's entire body. What does that mean? <laughs> how, do you quant- how do you quantify that? And can Goku survive of... that punch? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, uh, this is the guy that grows in it like two extra arms, right? Whenever he, he, grow, he has six arms. So he can have six, six arms. arms. That was it. Yeah. Okay. And then you just mash X and he just starts punching as fast as he can. It's so good. Everyone play that game. That's play more Metal over Gear the top Revengeance than, uh, Shit's Bayonetta. Great. Which, how strong is Bayonetta? Oh, yeah. Not as strong as Azura, for sure. Azura is an angry boy. Bayonetta is very strong, though. Like, that was that's interesting that you bring Bayonetta up, too, because we were playing Elden Ring and we're in the we're in the tornado we were in the tornado world and there are just a bunch of floating platforms, and the whole time I was just like, I feel like I'm playing Bayonetta. This place I mean, even it, looks like from like yeah. the first level of Bayonetta. There was that whole section you were in a tornado flying on broken buildings in Bayonetta. And there's a whole level in Elden Ring, spoilers, where you're in a tornado on broken buildings. Yeah, I'm sure people have seen it. Like I, whenever uh, people started getting to that point, there is, there's one thing, it's like they post a picture of Khalid, and where, when it says Khalid when you enter it, but instead it says Florida or something. And yeah, everyone sent me pictures of that place that just said Oklahoma. Yeah, the tornado, <laughs> the tornado place. place. Yeah, I was like, that's it's pretty good. Too bad I've gotten this picture like six times now. All right, that covers all our meat points, except for one more. And this was the one I was saving for the end. The controversial Halo Infinite versus Master Chief Collection. Nave, would you like what? to take a guess on the 24-hour peak <clears throat> of Halo Infinite? Oh, uh, in players? Yep. Mm. Oh, this is for Steam only. Know. Steam chart. I would say 3,400. Low the ball peak. in it. Yeah. Oh, I, I figured everyone's playing the Master Chief Collection right now. My fault. Well, actually, it's 8,000. Is apparently the 24-hour peak. Most recent at time of recording for Halo Infinite. Only 8,000 players. Well, 8,000 8, is a little respectable. It's definitely not what was going on when it first came out. But I mean, like, no content, bro. <laughs> Give us some content. May may I have just a crumb of content, please? <laughs> All right. For reference, Elden Ring is twenty four hour peak is two hundred thirty three thousand. That's currently. not fair because Elden Ring is a fucking masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. You don't think Halo Infinite's good? Halo Infinite's fucking great. Halo Infinite needs some content. Elden Ring is better than Halo. I'm just gonna. <gasps> I think Elden Whoa. Ring. I'm going. I'm going on record. Elden Ring better than every other Halo game. That's harsh. I have a lot of nostalgia for three, 
And I would probably rather play three because it's so much faster. Like I can get through three in like maybe two hours. But Elden Ring, something's going on, man. It's got its fucking meat hooks into me. All right. And now that we know that Halo Infinite sends steady at eight thousand, and Elden Ring's at over two hundred thousand, uh, you want to take a guess from Master Chief Collection? I'm going with a well, knowing that Infinite's at eight, I'm going with Master Chief Collection's at eleven thousand. Nah, uh, nine thousand. So a thousand more people are playing the old smelly Master Chief Collection instead of the new Halo Infinite. Old and busted, new hotness. Except it's the opposite. Yep. New and busted, old hotness. Well, I mean, like, you can't, like, that formula is, is just good. I've, I've always said that Halo 3 is just fucking righteous. And that's kind of mean, because it's, like, not mean, but it's, like, it's Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, ODST, and Reach versus Halo Infinite by itself. You, when you look at it that way, it's kind of like, there's billions of hours of content. Yeah, and but I don't know. this fucking game that's struggling to get off the ground. And it's like I feel mm. like once like Halo 3 was like drop and it's been out for, you know, a couple months, nobody's playing Halo 2 anymore. Everybody's moved on to Halo I don't 3 think at that that's point. That's true. There's what, still people that play Mortal Kombat 9, dude. That's fighting games. Fighting games are weird like that. They always play the the old ones. Yeah, but that's what people are doing in Halo is just playing multiplayer, right? I'm there were Halo 2's multiplayer servers didn't shut down until like I want to say 2016 i'm hmm. almost positive about that hold on i don't know i might have to rethink my stance on this now when did halo 2 pc servers shut down it shut down in uh january 2013 that's when the halo 2 pc servers shut down yeah but how many people were actually playing at that point a fucking quite a fucking bit i don't and know i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure halo fi- halo 5 was around the corner at that point wasn't it 20, wait, no, 2013 is not X, Xbox One yet. No, that's not Xbox One yet. Okay, no, I'm just tri- That's like 2016, 2017. I'm tripping. Anyway. All right, so that is interesting player base numbers. I'm not sure how relevant they're going to be in the future, but it's a good little timestamp for you. Halo out there living, though. And yeah. I I played a match of uh inf- I played a, like two or three matches of Infinite a few nights ago and I was like finding ma- lobbies like five or six sec- like four or five seconds like it's not like the game is dead I'm still no, no, finding no. people I mean eight thousand is really good or you know nine thousand eight thousand really like where is that on the where is that in the top ten so both Halo games are in the top twenty at least right uh let me see what our current top list are. Uh, of course, we know number one is going to be our boy CSGO because yeah, it's Counter never going to be deranked. Uh, Dota 2 is up there. You have Dota 2, number two. Lost Ark, which is the Amazon MMO, right? Yeah. Elden Ring, which Elden Ring is now a... Um, it's it's the new Animal Crossing. Everybody's playing it. It's insanity. Uh, now I'm just going to run through all the, <laughs> the big ones. Apex, PUBG, Rust, Team Fortress, Destiny 2, Grand Theft Auto 5, PUBG again. One. <laughs> Why is there two PUBGs? I don't know. Final Fantasy, Football Manager. And once we get all the way down to... In the 30s? <laughs> oof, this is not looking good for Halo. It is... Oh, there's Skyrim, sitting strong at 15,000. How's Skyrim doing better than Halo? On here. Um, What's interesting is I can go look at True Achievements, and they also have game charts. But I, I, I'm pretty sure their game charts are only for True Achievements members. 
So people yeah. like the the servers ping when people are playing the games. Uh, if your account is connected to True Achievements, and uh, I can see the top 100 games and or the top 40 at least, I guess. Uh, where do you think Halo Infinite sits on there? And where do you think? Uh, okay, Master on True Chief Achievements, it's going to be uh, skewed because there's a lot of Xbox boys on there, right? So well, it's yeah, gonna be... but there it's a it is an achievement based website, so there's only so uh, many. I would say probably around nine to ten range. Uh, is that for Master Chief Collection or is that for? Um, is that for probably, Infinite? We'll put that on Infinite. I bet Master Chief Collection is a little bit higher, like maybe six or seven. So Halo Infinite is number three. Whoa, really? It's Fortnite, Elden Ring, Halo Infinite, then Modern Warfare, then Forza Horizon, then Minecraft, then Apex. So it's like there, that's a huge. Fo- it is up there. And then uh, Steam is just where we and, should not uh, be looking. Master Chief Collection is all the way down at number twenty-three, under Overwatch. Rest in peace, I Overwatch. Know. I don't know what that means because it's just true achievements. But, anyways. All right, and with that, do you have any more meat points? Mm, no, I wish we had find a better word. <laughs> As the weeks go on, I'm starting to get more and more disgusted at the word meat points. And then the phrase. music plays. Bum, 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 bum. Here to play some Elden Ring. No, and we're back. So, oh. Nave, for your final words on the, I guess, the update for Halo 3 ODST and One Skull in Halo 2, <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say about this update? It is absolutely astonishing that these, that especially Halo 3, the one that I love the most, is just getting so much love from 343. I remember whenever the Flying Skull was first released, you used to have to it was a limited time thing. I think it was only available for like two or three weeks that you had, you just joined master chief collection and played one match of halo three and you'd get the skull, I think, or something like that. Yeah. But man, it was so weird just playing through every level and flying for like maybe two or three hours. I did that just flew to every little spot that I could find. And this game getting these skulls while I think over half of them are kind of like minuscule, they don't like add a whole lot to the game and a lot of stuff isn't very noticeable. I still think that the other half is so interesting. Like the uh the skull that gives someone double overshield and takes away and gives the other person infinite ammo, that is I want to play the campaign like that. Like I want to slap on heroic and just do that and maybe a couple of more skulls. And then the other one, uh I want to play with uh only being able to pick up like the foreign skull. I want to only I want to have a playthrough on legendary where we only can pick up our own race's weapons. I mean, that's such an interesting way to play the game. I mean, like, I guess you could have done that before. You could have put, like, you could have Pokemon Nuzlocked yourself. But yeah. it's so interesting to see this support on a game that came out when I was a freshman in high school. Official support, not even just mod support. Yeah. Uh, as far as the firefight goes, it's firefight. I was never really a big fan of firefight. I kind of, I like. When Gears of War Horde mode and when uh, Call of Duty Zombies were huge, I kind of burned myself out really early in that, like that whole thing. Very similar to what I did with uh, Battle Royale games, I burned out really fast. Um, so I mean, it was interesting. It was cool to see the new little little tweaks to the to the character, like the character models, the animations. Being able to use the assault rifle as ODST, it's pretty cool. Um, but hearing the new audio lines was probably my favorite part of the firefight like hearing the elites talking to odst like 
uh, I don't know. It's pretty cool. And the flood was never in ODST, so I mean that's also a brand new thing. Like you never saw ODST troopers getting taken over by the flood before. And I don't know if they have unique uh, player models. I would assume they did, but I mean, you know. But yeah. like, yeah, you could die in that game and then fight yourself as a flood in Halo ODST firefight. That's like really interesting. That was pretty well said, Nave. Well, I care about this game. All right, my final words about this little update they put out. I really hope they keep them coming. This kind of legacy support is just, uh, it's not something you expect at all. It's just, it's just sweet. Like, sweet little fan service. And the skulls are actually creative, whereas some of the skulls are kind of boring and they don't do anything. But those, like, two co-op skulls are interesting. I just wish they would add more co-op skulls like that, especially the Master Blaster sword. They're not sword. But, like, one guy's a melee with overshields and the other guy's, you know, weak sauce. I can already imagine playing on, was it Savo Highway, and you're trying <laughs> to drive in the vehicles, and you have one guy who can't shoot the turret, I assume, in the Warthog. <laughs> and so you just have, like, your no-shields guy out in the open just getting shot all the time while you have an overshields guy driving the Warthog. It just sounds terrible, but I want to do that playthrough. And then suddenly you have to fucking hot swap really fast, and there's no button to just instantly do that like an infinite. You just have to get out, park the car, put on the e-brake, make sure your lights are off, <laughs> take the keys out of the ignition. It's, oh it fucking God. takes forever to switch seats, accidentally jump in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah, so I am really Sounds glad like to put this out. Chaos. Uh, Gotta kill chaos. I recommend. We need it. to play that game, dude. It's on the list, dude. I really want it. Oh, I really want to play it. All right. And with that, what are we playing next week, Nave? Gotta be Elden Ring, dude. Fucking gotta yeah. be. It's I feel like we're months. so close. Has it been two so, months? Feels like it's been forever. Yeah, it's been forever. Hopefully, all our listeners have finished the game before us, and they can join in and be spoiler free. I mean, that's got to be the case, right? We're the only ones that haven't fucking beaten this game yet in, the, in all of America. Everyone else is on New Game Plus 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 doing their fucking fist-only run. <laughs> Soul Level 1 fist-only. No summons. Yeah. Thanks for joining us this time, co-op partners. <laughs> Maybe we can all go kill some Flood together and some ODSTs next time. Or become infected.